0: Hello and welcome back to the Leader of the Pack podcast. I am your friend and confidant, Marcelo, and I will be here with you as we share some wisdom, insight, and laughter in today's world. Today is another amazing episode where I get the opportunity to chat with Natan a little bit more about life skills. We had an opportunity in our last episode to touch base a little bit about leadership and a little bit about what it's like to be that man in the house that leads from a space of, of, of honor and integrity to lead from a place of love. So you had brought something up that was really great that I wanted to touch on this week, um, your priority system. You know, for those that didn't catch it, we talked a little bit about there's a difference between yelling at your kids and telling them, do this, do that, uh, almost as a dictator and leading from example and, and, and saying, does this really is this something that's really important to me? You know, the difference of there's a, the house is on fire yelling versus, um, you know, I want you to clean up your toys for the umpteenth time. So, Natan, first, it's good to have you back.
1: Thank you. Good to be back.
0: So awesome. So let's talk a little bit about that. We talked uh, a little bit about priority systems and your belief system. So, Natan, what does it take to create a priority system that, that can be foundational as a leader in your home? Let's talk a little bit about your priority system and your belief system and how you got there.
1: Thank you, Marcelo. You're welcome (laughs) to I love Marcelo's voice, guys. He was born to be a podcaster. Apart from his good looks, apart from his good looks, that voice is just everything.
0: Everything I've done in my life is for this podcast. On
1: this thing, in this moment,
0: in a world of utter desperation.
1: <laughs> awesome. So, um, yeah, what does it take for a man to find his priorities? I'm going to throw something out there that I hope you all fall over on death. Oh, uh, wait. Yeah.
0: Death? I'm going to find my priority in life through death.
1: Yeah. I truly believe it. I, I, I watch society and I think that, and I know this, this may get into a real good one because you know, you, you Marcelo. I think you, you're quite a like, um, what's um, um, love democracy and your rights. Um, and freedom of speech, and and all that type of stuff, um, which I do too, but I see that the more light life is, the more choice men have, the less seriously they take life. I think that people who have seen or experienced life and death have far less um, difficulty deciding what their priorities are. I'll give you an example. Quite a few years ago, I opened up a, um, an online store. Uh, that online store is, uh, not everyone agrees with, but I don't care because I do definitely believe that I'm doing the right thing and I have the blessing of my wife to do so. But it's a whole nother subject, but I opened up an online store that sells adult toys. Uh, the store is called bebettertogether.com, which you can understand from it, it's not about self-pleasure, but it's about helping husbands and wives being intimate with each other. So I opened up this store and um, you can imagine it was kind of the talk of the town. You know, the rabbi opens up a sex toy store <laughs> scandalous what? you know i was I was actually interviewed by Bloomberg News. People said to me, How much did you pay to get on blue? I'm like, I didn't pay. They, they just came and interviewed me for six hours. It was so interesting, like the rabbi holds a dildo. Ah! Right? Uh, so anyway, it was very scandalous. It was very out there. And I understand some people may, you know, if you're challenged by that, I challenge you to message me and let's have a, have a chat about it so that you can understand the whole uh, reasoning behind it. Anyway, so... Uh, if, a few months after I was in Bloomberg News and all of these different like European magazines and all that type of stuff, Um, we were going back to South Africa, which is where my wife is from. Um, And just about two years before, I was a rabbi in the community in South Africa. And South African Jews are known to talk and love talking about what their rabbis do and don't do. And I remember saying to my wife it was just after the summer that we had a war in israel and a war it was so intense that there were times that my wife and i lay on top of our children with missiles flying over our heads Mm. okay It it was so close a missile literally landed outside my children's school okay that's how life and death it was and i remember saying to my wife when we were going to south africa aren't you worried about like what everyone's going to say about us? And you know, do you want to stay kind of out of town so you know, so that we don't have to face all of the talk and stuff. She says to me, Natan, we've just faced life and death. I couldn't give a hoot what people have to say about us. And so that, it was so powerful for me because it was a real wake up call. Like, yeah, that's the truth. Like, what do I care if someone doesn't like the fact that I sell a vibrator to someone who hasn't had an orgasm in their, in their whole, you know, in their whole marriage, whatever it is like, it doesn't matter. I almost died lying on top of my children. Right. I was almost stabbed. I've almost been blown up. Like when, 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 when we go, wherever we go after life, right. What's God really going to ask us? Those of us that believe in God, those of us that don't, what does the universe really want from us? Or what are we going to ask ourselves? Like, and that's why I say life and death. Once someone has really been pushed, that either their freedom is taken away, right? In a dictatorship or in, you know, commun- I know guys in who are in communist Russia who sat in jail for being who they believed they needed to be because of their priority system. They literally sat in jail because they had decided this is who I am and I will not change. My family was persecuted and sent out of Spain because they would not convert from Judaism, right? So when someone hasn't, and I'm not saying, therefore I have all the answers, right? (laughs) All I'm saying is I'm challenging you men. Close your eyes for a moment, okay? imagine and i've had i i've been held up by gunpoint for my mother-in-law's car right imagine having a gun to your head and someone saying to you marcelo what are the three priorities right now in your life that you would be willing to die for the rest give up on all of them and i imagine that the vast majority of things that we believe are priorities in our life would melt away like ice under the sun. When we are pushed that our freedom would be taken away, when we are pushed that our life would be taken away, God forbid, there are only a few things that a few priorities that we would actually stand strong on the rest of them, we would cry that we found important during our life. So that's what I mean by life and death. Wow.
0: Wow. So, so that's a stretch for some men. Mm -hmm. That's a stretch for some men to imagine being in a place where you're at gunshot. What three priorities matter to you? the most right now.
1: Yep. Wow. And and yeah, of course, It's a, thank God it's a stretch. <laughs> yeah. Right, thank God it's a stretch and the majority of us don't live in it day and night or every year or every month or every however many years, whatever it is. But that doesn't mean that, you know, there are so many guided meditations online about going on a sail ship or being stuck on a deserted island with yourself. Well, go on a bit of a scary, imaginatory uh, journey. Imagine being put in a jail cell and think what your priorities are then. Imagine a gun at your head if you're in an emotional mental space to be able to do that take yourself on a journey yeah imagine it
0: so let's bring that imagine. back so so let let's just bring that back then so so we're on that journey we have our three priorities how does that then how do we extrapolate that into a belief system and how we how we operate at home how we operate as mm-hmm. husbands and fathers because ultimately while that's a, an amazing experience to go through you know how do i correlate that into my life as a leader at home
1: Brilliant. I mean, like anything that's important to us, we remind ourselves of it, right? Why, why, why do men that believe in God pray every day? Prayer is at least what I've been taught. Prayer is not, although it's misunderstood in many ways, prayer is not about asking God for what you want.
0: Mm.
1: Prayer is about connecting to what our priority system is prayer is about coming in line with god's priority systems right that's why i mean we we pray as jews we pray three times a day muslims pray five times a day you know what's what's the average christian man praying
0: um once twice three times it depends you know we do we pray at least five times a day we pray for each meal um uh-huh. and then i pray in the morning during my devotional time and then again at night Actually, I pray with my, when I tuck my kids into bed, and then I pray with my wife before we go to bed. So I guess I, I pray at least six times a day.
1: There you go. Right. So I'm and better
0: than a Jew, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah,
1: man, Mark you the made time, it. I am better than a
0: Jew because I prayed I, more than him.
1: I have never said that a Jew is ever any better than anyone else. Mark my, my words on that, bro. We just have more weight on our shoulders, that's all.
0: There you go, chosen um, people.
1: So, so, yeah, how do, how do we make that part of who we are? How do we make those priorities? We remind ourselves of it. Like, think about, um, <laughs> is New Year, like, you know, the majority of, of the world celebrate New Year's Eve by getting drunk and kissing people, right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Right? Or birthdays, you know, get drunk and eat as much cake as you can so that you have to go and take off the weight. The, the days afterwards or whatever hold on a second a birthday a birthday is the day i was born birthday is the day that the world changed because you or i started to exist in it a birthday is a day where we recalibrate calibrate on what our priorities are right we we have to create times in our life that we remind ourselves of what those priorities are is it every night when we go to bed and we like. I know when I go and I lock my doors at night, right? I know that I'm reminding myself what my priorities are. When I check my gun, I know what my priorities are. When I kiss my wife goodnight, that's a reminder of what my priorities are. Um, you know, my grandmother used to say, "Never go to bed angry because you may not not wake up," right? You know, it's a pretty morbid way of looking at it, but but the essence is if and when you get to lie down next to that person that you have promised to spend your life with, no matter what the argument was today, no matter what the disagreement will be tomorrow, you are under that same roof or you are lying next to them, right? That's a priority check, man. Yeah. That's a done priority check. You have kids sleeping under your roof. That's a priority check, right? The problem is when men have our, and it's not only men, but we're talking to, you know, when anybody, although this podcast really is for anyone, right? When anybody has their head in the the sand or somewhere else and they are only focused on themselves, it's very easy to forget what our priorities are, right? When we are so narcissistic that we... I think about ourselves all the time and don't open our eyes to see what's going on around us or that our child just came to kiss us good morning or whatever it is. Well then, yeah, we're going to forget what our priorities are. So, you know, maybe it's every so often we think about that life and death, but the truth is we're blessed with those reminders every day of our life. Yes. Another example is surround yourself with people that either have the same priorities as you, or have a priority that they love you so much, they care for you so much, they want to help you keep your priorities, right? I remember when I was a teacher in a school, the teachers were telling a whole lot of the boys like, "Hey, don't go, don't go to this camp because at that camp you might, you're going to do bad things," right? And I hate that type of education. I can stand that when when you don't show belief in in the students and I tried to change the voice in their heads and I said to them, instead of believing that you're going to do the wrong thing, being on a camp with boys and girls together, how about you gang together as a group of boys? They were like 14, 15 years old. I said, if you're worried that you're going to do the wrong thing in whatever that may be, going to smoke, getting drunk, being with the girls, like whatever that may be, right, priorities, sit down with that group of boys before and say, gents, my priorities are I do not want to do X, Y, Z. I give you permission to go as far as break my nose if I am going, if you see me going to do those things, I want you to be my conscience. When you see me, if you see me going to do those wrong things. So, the, the, the other answer is to surround ourselves with people that can help us remind us about what those priorities are, right? Guys, within Leader of the Pack, a lot of us share a lot of priorities, and some of us have very different priorities. But if that's your priority, my priority is your brother. As our brother Sean says, I am my brother's keeper. Yeah, yeah. So whether that's, whether it's my priority or not, doesn't matter. My priority is to be your keeper. So, right, we've got guys, including you and I, who have chats on the side that are not a public thing with the leader of the pack. So we remind each other almost every day of what our priorities are. And we remind each other, hey, dude, how are you going? Like, you can speak truth to me here. Let me know, and I'm going to kick you in the butt if you're going offline with those priorities.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think that really goes in line with one of our pillars of protecting, you know, because mm-hmm. I, am, I am doing my part, not only as a leader, but as a protector, making sure that I'm connecting with other guys, um, opening up and being vulnerable, because that mm-hmm. is part of leadership. That is part of standing up. Is also understanding that it is okay to be vulnerable, you know? Um yep. I, I truly enjoy those opportunities where I get to not only mentor to other men, but also but also be vulnerable enough to other men to say, hey, mm-hmm. this is where I'm struggling in. Can you keep me accountable? Yep. You know? Hundred percent, man. So powerful.
1: Hundred percent. And if if we don't, if we keep our guard up because we're so scared of judgment and all that type of stuff then it's our own fault and we just don't ever get to grow. Yeah. Cause we, so good. we're really good at lying to ourselves. Right. So yeah. to have another, have another brother, you know, help us out and remind us of those priorities. Yeah.
0: That's a big takeaway. Like looking at this now going, if I had a gun to my head, where, where do my priorities really stand? So, um, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that insight. I didn't, I didn't think of it that way. And, um, I always felt like my priorities lie in how I'm a better Christian or Mm -hmm. how I'm a better husband, but really to get down to the skin and bones of it, to the meat and bones of it, it really is. What are a couple of the priorities in my life that when I had a gun to my head really mattered, really mattered. So, um, guys, I, I really hope (laughs) what Natan shared with us today can really shift your dynamic. Um, it, it really is. It's so interesting being in the States, the the different level of appreciation that we have for life compared to somebody who is, who's traveled the world and who has been in some serious war, you know. Now, now granted, Natan, you're not out there running around Israel with a machine gun, but, no. you know, <laughs> when, when, when we were there in 2019, we heard the sirens, You know, when we were there in 2019, we heard of missile attacks in the Gaza Strip, um, just a short way from where we were. You know, to to think about you throwing your body over your children's body to protect them, you know, and 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 your wife saying, "Natan, we just were in a life or death situation. That's a priority. What I sell online to people is not a priority, right? These are all amazing nuggets to walk away with. So. It really is always a joy having a a conversation with Natan. I thoroughly enjoy growing and learning from him and with him. Did you learn something new today? I sure did. Be sure to join us in the conversation on Facebook. You can find us at leader of the pack. You can also be a part of our members only group. Um, You can get more information from our leader of the pack page on Facebook. There's links in description below. And, uh, Be sure to share this with a friend. Our viewership and our listenership keeps growing because of members like you. Leadership starts with you. What are you going to do to crush this week? Stand up, lead, and protect. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Be safe.